Uh, we've headed back to the second half of Main Street Sports today. On the program here in the second half, we have, of course, Christopher Martell, author of Tales from the Nashville Predators Locker Room. A little conversation there. That should be fun. Also, the Grizzlies, Golden State, the crazy series, uh, heads back to San Francisco, 3-2 Warriors lead after the Grizz blowout of the Warriors last night. And the Braves conversation, as always, now back over to the Hall of Famer, Mo Patton, and the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Rizal. Welcome back in Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Atlanta Braves walk-off win last night. Five to three. Well. <laughs> well. <laughs> okay, so, so, so I get home from a wild Columbia Central Independent softball game last night. Yes. And I, you know, I caught Arcia's walk-off and, and that kind of thing. But I get home, and Jody's scrolling through her Facebook, and she's like, what is this about? Some Red Sox catcher, plop, plop, P-L-A. <laughs> I had no idea what she was talking about until I saw on Twitter this morning that pitch in the bottom of the eighth with the bases loaded from Colin McHugh that um, Kevin Plowecki got rung up on that was down and away. For strike three, <laughs> there was there was someone who tweeted. I was at the game, and after watching the replay, it was closer than it looked in real time. <laughs> it it wasn't even close. JP, this this ball was six inches below the dude's knee, it and was, and and, it, and three inches off the plate. It was wow. it was bad. That's yeah, he, that's pretty rough. On, yeah, yeah, so bases he, loaded, top so he, of the lineup coming up on the <laughs> Yeah, in a three three game. So he spikes his helmet and he gets tossed. Alex Cora comes out and Absolutely. pitches a fit and he gets tossed. And then I ain't mad at him. No. And then Albies leads off the bottom of the ninth with a single and Arcia goes Yah yah, as Brian Jordan would say for the five three win. But yeah. Please raise your hand if you had uh, the the two players with the highest slugging percentage on the Atlanta Braves team being William Contreras and Orlando Arcia. Nobody, no, no that that wasn't on your your bingo list. Bueller, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Seriously, Orlando Arcia has so few at bats. His uh, average jumped a hundred points just about last night. I think it was like sixty points that it jumped. <laughs> so. Uh, seriously, it, it was in, insane. But uh, RC had a, had a fantastic game. Uh, three for four, right? Three for four, game winning home run. He's got. Uh, I mean, heck, this is a guy who's got what seven RBIs on the year. I mean, he he's among the. Maybe he should play more. I I don't see any reason you keep him off the lineup. I if if you have a DH available. I think he's got to be it. Period. And there was some, again, Twitter chatter about why he wasn't in left field. If and I think we even talked about it. We did yesterday. But someone said that Arcia is a worse outfielder than Ozuna. And I one, I don't think Ozuna's a bad outfielder. Ozuna has an awful arm. Yeah. 
And I don't think Arcia is a bad outfielder. He's just a shortstop playing outfield, or certainly an infielder playing outfield. Right. But I, I don't. I don't think either of them is awful. It's just that people know they're going to take the extra base whenever the opportunity presents itself with Ozuna in left. I mean, at least Arcia can throw the ball. Yeah, I I don't know why you wouldn't at least put him there. Yeah. I mean, if both those guys are going to be in the lineup, I don't know why it wouldn't be Arcia in left. I'm not sure. I I don't know where he and And Ozuna Ozuna. match up speed-wise. And if you've already got So maybe Ozuna gets two more balls than Arcia? Yeah, and if you've got Duvall already in center, you you don't have... You don't want to put anybody any slower in left, for sure. So I guess that could be the the thought process. Either Maybe way, I don't. I, either way, RC has got to be in the lineup. He's got to right be hitting now somewhere. He does. Yeah. And and clearly, it's not shortstop because Dansby Swanson is the best defensive shortstop in Major League Baseball. It's <laughs> it's kind of a good problem to have. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the weird. Hold thing. on a second. Is was that Chris Yao putting a positive spin on something with the Atlanta Braves? Mo, hey, did that just happen? It does happen on occasion. He's kind of in it's it's the afterglow of last night. Okay. He's he's still we'll, 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 yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. Okay. Um that's good. Okay. After Just, we lose to the pause race. I, I was getting worried. <laughs> ah, they'll blow in the ninth. All right. <laughs> Throw my hat on upside down. There we go. <laughs> right. Well they will. They, they will. will. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> and some other choice words. <laughs> But an off day today before taking on San Diego on a game we cannot watch because none of us have Apple TV Plus unless we get the free trial, I guess. <laughs> it's okay. And if you do have Apple TV Plus, please pass your send login us, information. Send us your your sign up. Yeah. I've got yeah. I've got Apple TV. Oh, you so, have Apple I mean, TV Plus. It's Apple. Well, is that just not their their app that's for their, their yeah, stuff? Yeah, that's their yeah. streaming service. Yeah, yeah. I've got Apple have, Plus. Mm-hmm. I don't have their streaming service. Yeah. Uh, I do have Peacock, but I don't yeah. have I don't have that. We'll oh. have to talk after the show. Okay. All right. We'll Spe- compare notes. Speaking of, and, and this is completely off topic, but DirecTV no longer has NFL Sunday ticket. It is up for grabs. I heard that that was going to happen. Hmm. Yeah. And without it, I'm not sure if DirecTV can survive. <laughs> I mean, they've, they've finally you, gone no, to... You're, you're serious. That's a very serious question. They, they've finally gone to the stream, to DirecTV stream, and it's a little bit cheaper, but not much. And it just re- doesn't require you to have, uh, you know, a, a dish, mm-hmm. which is great. But I'm not sure they can survive without it. Seriously. I, I mean, it, it was the thing keeping DirecTV going for a long time. Hmm. I, and apparently it's going to prime. The NFL and prime are getting into bed. Well, they've got, what, Thursday night? Thursday night with uh, Al Michaels on the call. And Herbie. And Herbie, yeah. I mean, yeah, well, they've got the money. Honey. And I and we got, and the, we, time, and we got huh? the time. Well, I, mm-hmm. and they also said, and here's the best part, is there will be a potential option to pick a team instead of the entire league. So if you only want to watch the Raiders and you live in Tennessee, you can pick the Raiders and it may not cost $300 a year. It may cost $150 a year or whatever, which is 
That makes sense. It's a great move. Yeah. I'm, yeah, there's no need for the NFL to be greedy now. I, well, I mean, it was cheap to begin with. $300 a year for every NFL game? That's, yeah. that's pretty in and, and And you, you can't could, watch every NFL game. No, no, you can't. Um, I mean, when they got seven or eight going at one time, it's... Especially if they're not staggered times. Yeah, and they're not. So annoying. That's why the red zone was so good, because you, you could get You'd the best see everything. of everything. Because otherwise, it's pointless to do that. Because you are paying all that money just for one team. That's exactly what you're doing. So, so it's interesting. I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how it plays out. It won't be on DirecTV, though. So hmm. No dish necessary. Hope you got internet. Broadband. Otherwise, there will be a dish necessary. <laughs> It'll be from some broadband service. All right, this day in Braves history. Mo? May 12th, 1941. After five years of being called the Bees, the National League franchise in Boston is once again known as the Braves. The Braves. What do you think about the Atlanta Bees? I mean, I could see it. You'd have to change Especially your with Georgia Tech. Yeah, you're right. They, yeah, that would have that would have been a, a you great. Just have play. to change your colors. Buzz, buzz. Uh huh. Yeah. Did, uh, welcome to the hive. Did, well, they did the change their to the hive. That's it. I wonder if they did change their colors because they were the Braves before, and then they were the bees, and then they. And I've never seen a colorized photo of a Boston Bees uniform, so I don't know what colors they were. They were black and white. They were well, black gray. And white. Color had not been invented yet. <laughs> they were black, white, and gray. <laughs> they were black and white. Yeah. <laughs> they were black, white, and gray. That's mm. that's what they were. <laughs> Let's take a break. Christopher Martell joins us on the other side of it. Talk a little Nashville Predators. So stick around. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990. Or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731. 5731 and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. 
We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint is coming to you live from the Temple of the Universe in Columbia. Glad to have you with us across the mid-state. Mo Patton and J.P. Plant alongside myself. And we get a chance to talk a little Nashville Predators hockey. And welcome in the public address voice of the Green Hill Hawks. Christopher Martell. What's going on, man? Hi, gentlemen. How are y'all? We're doing well, Chris. Appreciate you taking some time with us this afternoon. Um, We are not bringing Christopher on, however, to talk about (laughs) Green Hill football, especially especially considering where we are since (laughs) Columbia Central is 0-2 against Green Hill. Yeah, we get right out of town. We talk talk much more about them. Yeah, so, um, but do want to talk to the author of Tales from the Nashville Predators Locker Room about where this local National Hockey League franchise stands right now in terms of its pursuit of a Stanley Cup. You know, I think this team is really kind of at a crossroads. Uh, this is something that I think we have said over the last couple of years as well. This team is at a crossroads. This team is at a crossroads. Uh, but when you look at where they have gone since getting to the Stanley Cup final just a handful of years ago, uh, it's not a real positive outlook. Uh, this is a team that went from the Stanley Cups, uh, Stanley Cup final in, in 2017 to uh, losing a very tight series against Winnipeg in the semifinals the next year, uh, then lost to Dallas and then Arizona and now losing to Colorado, uh, all first round exits. And it's not something that really can really be taken lightly uh, considering what the, what the level of success looks for uh, looks like for the Predators uh, in their history and what the level of expectations are now, uh, not just from ownership, but from the fans. So when, when you look at all that put together, I think this is kind of a team that really kind of finds themselves on the cusp of making some serious decisions uh, regarding uh, head coach, but not just the head coach, but also the front office as well. And uh, the, it, it, for all intents and purposes, this is probably the biggest fork in the road the Preds have seen in probably a good decade, probably since the loss uh, or the, the, the removal of Barry Trotz as head coach. And Chris, when you talk about having decisions to make, who's going to make those decisions is perhaps the biggest decision that needs making. Yeah, and, and I think you you have to take it one step at a time. If if ownership decides that seventy uh, two year old David Poyle is still the man for the job. Uh, then he's going to continue to be the general manager for however long 
he's going to be the general manager for, then you have to look and say, okay, well, what's David Poyle going to do in the case of John Hines? John Hines' contract is effectively over outside of an option for next season. Uh, has John Hines done a good job with the Predators as a whole? I think he has, but there are some semblances of issues that could be looked at as like, hey, this is not really a good approach for this team that's always been defensively sound, uh, gaps inside of major holes in the neutral zone that lead into offensive zone rushes on the opposite end. What can really be done about that? There are small little nuances there that really have to be taken into consideration if you keep John Hines present. Has the special teams, have the special teams been better under Hines? Absolutely. But being exposed by Colorado in the first round, especially on the penalty kill, is absolutely a problem. In the regular season, I thought they did fairly well. But if you take John Hines outside the equation, you get to a point where you say, okay, well, if we're not talking about John Hines here and we're talking about David Poyle, who makes that decision? Well, that's going to fall on the ownership group. And this is a group that really hasn't been super vocal in terms of uh, what they, uh, in terms of their expectations <clears throat> for, for the team and uh, for the outlook of the organization going forward. They kind of let it put in the hands of uh, Sean Henry and David Poyle in terms of hockey operations. <clears throat> but if that, decision is going to be made then ownership is going to have to step out and say hey we've had a good 24 year run with david poyle but maybe it's time to go a different path that i think is the that's the biggest issue with the nashville predators is the size of its ownership group and i you know i don't know how many times how many times do they get together and say you know Hey, let's uh let's have a conversation about what's going on because, like like you said, they've just kind of let let Sean take it, take it, and and that's worked for the most part. Again, it's not like the Predators have missed the playoffs for a couple of years, and and I guess my biggest thing, Chris, is do and we asked this question earlier: is it time for a complete teardown and rebuild, or is this what or is what they have been doing the last couple of years worth it because the young guys they do have are making an impact in the AHL and could potentially make that move to the NHL sooner rather than later you know i think this is an organization that that has a lot of good talent in the cupboard uh, a lot of potential talent uh, but in the same regard I think this is an organization that needs to kind of rip the Band-Aid off and go with a full rebuild. We've, we've seen them kind of hang on and make the playoffs and not really do a whole bunch when they get there over the last handful of years. And, and, and really since the, the loss to Winnipeg in Game 7 in 2018, mm. after being so successful in that season, winning the President's Trophy and just literally – just fizzing out in the playoffs. There hasn't been a real stellar improvement uh, of not just the, the, the core itself, but not, I, I wouldn't say mismanagement of uh, Nashville's prospects, but we haven't really seen a whole lot of development 
from the AHL level to the NHL level. They haven't, we haven't seen a lot of transition in that sense. And there are some good prospects coming up. Of course, you have, you've seen uh, Philip Tomasino. He's looked really well this year, 76 games, 32 points in those 76. So you're looking at almost a close to a half a point per game player didn't play on the top lines all season. Is that a coaching issue? You kind of go back to that. But then you have the Athenaseoff. You have Luke Evangelista, who is who could absolutely be a prodigy with how he did with the London Knights this year in the OHL. There, the prospects are there. But at the same time, some of the pieces that are in play right now for the current Predators roster really don't need to be there. The, the Luke Cunnins. Uh, I would even venture to say, you know, the Nick Cousin, uh, Nick Cousins on the roster, and, and you look towards high dollar players in, in the Matt Duchesne's and in the Ryan Johansson. Now, did Matt Duchesne have a great season? Absolutely. You could, I don't think you really could have asked more for Matt Duchesne in the no. regular season. I mean, you really couldn't have. Uh, but, you know, certainly didn't expect anymore. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, considered what we saw last season as right. opposed to this season. I, I mean, it's night and day, so I, you really couldn't have asked for more or seen more. Uh, then you get into whether does Philip Forsberg deserve 8 to $10 million, probably on the higher end of the $10 million. Uh, a lot of massive questions there. But all in all, you get back to the big point. There's not a star player for this organization, no matter how you look at it. Uh, Philip Forsberg is not going to be a top 10 player in the NHL. Matt Duchesne is never going to be a top 10 player in the NHL. Ryan uh, Roman Yossi. For as great of a defenseman as he is, and even probably winning the Norris Trophy this year, he's not a top 10 player in the NHL. He's not going to be. And the only way the Predators are going to get that is by doing a rebuild and getting themselves a top three draft pick and actually having a picking someone that's going to be able to flourish in a system designed for them. And right now it's just not set up that way. And that also goes back to uh, David Poyle's draft history. He's never drafted a top offensive prospect. And you can even look at it and say, well, Kevin Fiala. Well, maybe Kevin Fiala, but Kevin Fiala was traded for Mikel Granlund to the wild. And now look at him with Minnesota. So it's there, there's a lot of factors in play here, but I am of the belief that I really think Nashville just needs to rip that Band-Aid off and proceed with a rebuild. Christopher Martell author of Tales from the Nashville Predators Locker Room with us here on Main Street Sports today. And you know that Chris Martell is all in on hockey just when you hear him pronounce the word organization. <laughs> that's that's the Canadian that pronunciation is, yeah. of it for sure. But, you know, Chris, <laughs> you, you mentioned the fact, you know, David Poyle, 24 years, he's the only, the only GM that this franchise knows. And... At this point, you just don't know if, or maybe you do know, that you can't trust him with, you know, a high draft pick, as you just mentioned. I mean, what is the reluctance, since you've used the term pull the Band-Aid off, what is the reluctance to move on from, you know, a Barry Trotz who we finally did part ways with, who... Chris has a question about that, by the way. <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> what is the reluctance to make that move with the general manager, you think? You, you know, I, I think it may be a fear of the unknown. I think that's, if anything, that's the biggest, that's the biggest question mark is like, well, we could have someone that we've trusted for the last 24 years, 
or we can kind of pull someone out of the depths and hope hope it'll work well. That's the only real scenario I can envision as to why Nashville wouldn't do this. Has general has David manager David Poyle been a good general manager for the Predators? Absolutely, absolutely. There, there's there's no questioning the fact that he's brought success to a um, a expansion franchise and had success over the last 24 years. But it's not the level of success that the expectations for Nashville have been set at now. He has a Stanley Cup final appearance. Yes, no cups. He's one general manager of the uh, general manager of the year. He's won a president's trophy. He has one conference title, two division titles, 14 playoff appearances, all with the Preds. Now, all of the accolades outside the playoff appearances came in a span of two seasons, 2016-17, 2017-18. And people always talk about, <clears throat> well, the window of opportunity. It's still a little bit open. No. The window of opportunity was 2016 to 2018. That window is closed. It is closed no matter no matter what statistics, what analytics you want to put out there. That was the window of opportunity for Nashville. It is now closed. And unless you want to waste the full career of a player like UC Saros, for example, uh, or even waste the back end of a career of a player like Roman Yossi, the ownership has to decide what can we do and why aren't we making this decision? Because if you look at everything, the entire the entire body of work and compare it to anybody on the open market for a general manager, or even, even then maybe a intern, maybe a player, maybe a, a retired player, somebody that has that level of experience. Maybe they haven't been a general manager to this point. We've seen other people that have never been general managers come in and have success. Uh, it's at this point in time, the ownership has to really kind of, really sit on this and think, you know, we've got to make some kind of decision. So we can't be afraid of the unknown, but I really think that's part of the reason is just a real fear of the unknown. You've sat with a guy for 24 years. It's, it's kind of like a marriage, you know, I mean, are they going to, are they going to give the divorce papers or are you just going to sit there and kind of live with it? That is the question. If, David Poyle is the guy. Do you think he sticks with John Hines real quick? I'd be willing to bet that John Hines's contract will be uh, optioned for the next year. I think they would be willing to give him one more season and uh, really kind of see what happens after that. But if if I'm a fan watching this team and you, and you see both Poyle return and Heinz's contract option for the next season. I wouldn't expect much more than you're seeing right now. I mean, have a decent season, get to the playoffs, fizzle out if you can't. But, but not <laughs> win a series because this franchise or organization has never won a playoff series in which Mike Fisher was not a part of the team. You know, I had a feeling that was going to come up at some point. <laughs> I saw so that, maybe I saw crossing my here's an today. idea. 
let's hire Mike Fisher in some role. In some capacity. (laughs) Get him on the payroll some kind of way. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, he lives here with his wife. You you could always put him as a, you know, a special consultant to the team. Chipper Jones, right? There you go. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Chris, man, thank you so much for taking time with us. We appreciate it. We uh, are looking forward to more talks with you down the road, perhaps during football season. Hey, I'm all for it, guys. You know the Green Hill Hawks are going to have themselves a good year, I think. All right. Hey, hey. Yeah. Who is the real good tight end for them? Oh, uh, Braden Staten. Yes. Six foot five, Braden Staten. That dude's a stud, man. Definitely a kid to keep. He is being recruited by about – 30 different schools right now. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Super looking kid. Looking forward to seeing him this fall. Chris Martell. Yes. Thanks for your time. Thanks guys so much. I appreciate it. All right. We'll take a break. Some NBA talk on the other side of it, but also some high school stuff. Not just Grizzlies though. The NBA has added some playoff trophies and has renamed some. We'll tell you what the new names for these NBA trophies are when we come back. On Main Street Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee Ball and Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990. Or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731. 5731 and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. (laughs) 
Main Street Sports, uh, Main Street Today, rather. We're Main Street Sports. Main Street Today is your halftime coffee break with uh, the great Devin O'Day featuring lifestyle inspiration and entertainment news. Main Street Today, it airs live weekdays at 11 a.m. Central. Or you can catch it on demand on all these Main Street media social platforms, including highlights on Instagram at Main Street Today Radio. Take your daily coffee break with Miss Devin O'Day on Main Street Today, weekdays at 11 on Main Street Media social platforms. All right. At the risk of us taking this way too long, there's some semi-breaking news coming. And this is my fault, JP. It's, it's my fault because I said that if you took the Denver Broncos and put them in. or Did you put this into the ether and now it's what, coming to fruition? What, what was it where I said that? Oh, if you put if you put the Vegas team in Denver, they wouldn't have as many issues. Well, correct. Jerry Judy's been arrested. Mm. Denver Broncos wide receiver in Arapahoe County. Okay. No charges yet, but uh, yeah, taken into custody at eleven thirty this morning for whatever reason yet. But uh, so yeah, the the. <laughs> The two first round wide receivers from that Alabama draft class have a little issue in the wow. pros. That's that, odd, that is, right? That is wow. kind of surprising. I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't know the numbers, but you, you just don't suspect Nick Saban coach players to really have issues on, on, of off that the field of that magnitude. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's hmm. very interested to, to figure out what's going on there, but. I, it's because I said something about putting Vegas in Denver, and here we are. Yeah. Oh, it's anyway. all your phone. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. So the NBA has created two new trophies and has renamed the conference championship trophy. Renamed it? What was it? Well, I, I'm not sure. I'm sorry. I think they just named, named them, it. I guess. Okay. It says renamed, but I don't know. Yeah. The, the the article here from the big lead says the conference championship trophies have been renamed. The Western Conference champion will now receive the Magic Johnson Western Conference Championship Trophy. Okay, so it's got to be the Larry Bird Eastern Conference. You no, know it is. There you go. You, <laughs> if you've not watched Winning Time, the Magic Johnson Larry Bird subplot is a freaking awesome because Larry Bird just shows up randomly in <laughs> Magic's mind. <laughs> oh boy. Well, I mean, I've not seen the show, but I kind of lived it. So, yeah. but yeah, this, I that's... mean, seriously, like he'll, he'll just like Magic will be in his living room and Larry will just show up talking <laughs> trash. That sounds like Larry. That's how Larry would show up. Uh-huh. And it was hilarious. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, yes, I, you know, you can't have one without the no. other. No, no. Bird and magic, bird and magic. Yeah, peanut butter jelly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hamburger. They yeah. got things that match, magic and Larry. There you go. But, yeah, so I thought that was interesting. And now they're going to give out trophies to conference champion MVPs. So, or conference Finals MVPs, conference finals MVPs. Yeah, I don't guess it has to be. Is this an every everybody gets a trophy yeah, kind of come thing? Come on, what are, these are professional athletes, really? Well, is, I mean, you is, give is out NLCS a... MVPs. You yeah, give but out... they've been doing it. I know, but maybe that's why they're doing it because everybody else does it. 
Uh, so I guess somebody's paying. Is there a sponsor tied to this thing? Gotta be. Gotta be, right? It does. Gotta be. It, well, I don't know because we it, have names it, for it these. Or are they it named after certain people? The the browser in which I am using mm -hmm. will not allow me to click on the link. Okay. It is apparently not safe. So I don't know. Okay. Um. This guy said from the big lead, I don't really think anybody needed a conference finals MVP trophy, but I can't think of a good reason why they shouldn't exist in the NBA. So there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's pretty much the NBA news. It was a shelf day. builder that's doing this just so. That's who it was. It's the guy who, who builds shelves. <laughs> <laughs> Too too many uh, digital awards these days. I need <laughs> we need to get back to giving out trophies. Lord, um, Memphis Grizzlies last night. I y'all had one hundred and ten dollars that I have won in the last six games. I thought Mo. Grizzlies. I thought Mo had the best line. I think I did too, yes. and I don't think it's getting nearly enough credit. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm sitting here going, okay, it's an elimination game. I th I'm pretty sure they're going to win. They're not going. They're not going to lose this 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 what, series. What was the line last night? It was plus four. Plus but four. Is, I was that gonna one, go, is that what you were going to go with? I was going to go money line. Okay, which at was two eighty. Okay. And so I'm sitting here going plus two forty. I'm sorry. So I'm like, I bet this hundred and ten dollars that I've won. I don't I haven't lost anything. Yeah. Right. That, that is the definition of house money. And. I'm just going to put it all on them and let it ride. Mm -hmm. And I did it. And then I didn't push. You didn't push sand, Herm? I couldn't push sand. <laughs> oh, you couldn't push sand. I couldn't push sand. Yeah, I, didn't I, go through I, with it. I erased it and did, oh. my, did my normal $20 bet. Mm. Of course, I won $49. Mm. Yeah. What would but you have gotten out of that? 110 I, would have yeah, given it you. Would have, it would have been two, 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 44. Yeah. Could have bought us all a steak when Plus, we're in Sprout Spring Fling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tell him, tell him, repeat it. Yeah, his scared money. What is it, most scared money? Don't make money. Don't, Don't make, make money. money. Yep. No, that's. I mean, mm -hmm. I, now he gets back to Game Seven. We may think about it. If yep. you're scared, get a dog. <laughs> yep. Mo, Mo, he went back to recreational, didn't he? Yeah. I just. <laughs> I, you're talking about it. I, I thought. I thought he was professional. I know. Yeah, he just, I know. He's, Weekend warrior. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm <laughs> most certainly not a professional. I'm a professional loser. For whatever reason, the NBA has been a solid pick for me. So, go figure. You, you've been you've been riding good. Are you going to continue to go with Grizzlies on something? I'm, well, it's not necessary. I don't always bet the Grizzlies. I yeah. just bet the Grizzlies game. The game, yeah. <laughs> you've got a good pulse on on the Grizzlies. For whatever reason. I have had good luck with the Grizzlies this one, one way or the other. One way or the other. That's yeah. right. So, anyway, um, I'm just disappointed my my tweet didn't catch fire. Trick whooped. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Talking about whoop that trick. Okay, we did. Yep. Bet. <laughs> Check. Now, now they go back to Golden State. Yeah. And and, and the sledding gets a little rougher. Mm. Well, if Ja plays, do you feel okay or? Would you just rather him not play? Hey, at this play point, pretty darn heck, good I don't know. It. I mean, they, they play we, well, you know. But to have somebody like Ja, if you get down to a close game, wouldn't you rather have Ja okay. on the, on so the here, court? So here's here's what we do: we right. just keep him off the court until we need him. 
In case of emergency. In case of emergency. Break glass. There exactly. Why, why would you not dress him and just... Just hold him. And hope. Anyway. Sit right here. District tournaments continue in high school. We'll, uh, I will be at uh, softball here in about an hour in, at Ravenwood. Mm-hmm. Elimination game, Summit and Columbia Central. This is for the season. This is win or literally go home. Summit was a state tournament team last year. And this is win or go home. Win or go home. So yep. should, should be a great, great game. I've got Columbia Independent, Columbia Central Independent Soccer. At Both Summit. those teams will be going on regardless. Yes, at Summit at 7, contrary to whatever else you might have heard. <laughs> we told them 7 in the rundown, so hopefully that's, that's anyway. what they were listening to. Okay. <laughs> Let's uh, come back tomorrow. We'll talk more about that Grizzlies matchup on Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. And we'll have Pete Weber and Jeff Him joining the show. Should be a lot of fun. So. Come back tomorrow. We appreciate it for JP and Mo. I'm Chris Yow saying have a great day. See you then.